Weekly Club podcast is about to begin. If listening to the truth makes you throw up, kindly switch to another podcast. But if you would not mind what the truth will do to you, hmm, sit back then with a glass of wine and let's journey together. Hello dear listeners, welcome to the Kate Club podcast. My name is Richard Eleke. Thank you for taking our time to listen to today's episode. And before we move forward on today's episode, I would like to encourage you to please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast and do well to follow our Instagram page. We do need a lot of followers to get this message out to the world. So do well to share your status on, on your Instagram page as well on Facebook. Just share the podcast and let those who know about the podcast increase on a daily basis i know i had a particular episode i think episode four on sacred scripture but i would like to have a follow-up episode also about scripture no we started a beautiful bible study in my parish recently and it has been so wonderful the questions that we have been coming up with and trying to provide answers to and so my mind went to this particular topic the reason why we have seven books extra in the catholic bible i touched on it in that episode episode four you've not listened you can do well to also listen to that but today i would like to take a step back from some of the things i said there and include some information which i omitted in that uh, particular podcast because i feel we need to have a full story about how the scriptures came to be especially now the old testament when alexander the great conquered the vast part of the empire which included ancient israel there came to be a new language for them to speak they spoke greek different from the hebrew which they were speaking Uh, we call this the hellenization of the jews so there was an introduction of a new culture the greek culture and even when the romans came and also conquered i think around 60 bc there was no change so the, the greek was still the prevailing language among the jews that were being dispersed to various parts of the empire we have to set a background which is that there was an initial jewish bible written in hebrew now because of the introduction of this new language the greek language there was a need for a translation of that bible so a translation was done and the popular translation is called the septuagint the greek translation the septuagint from that word 70 which it's believed that it's the the, um, interpretation or the translation was done by 70 elders then in alexandria that is the foundation of it in the greek septuagint we have these seven books which were not in the jewish translation also included uh part of daniel and also part of esther which were not in the original there were some different canon by different jewish groups so to say you know in the bible we read of the sadducees and the pharisees for the sadducees they only believed in the first five books the five books of moses for the pharisees they had a longer list and accepted a longer list so when this translation was done into greek it contained some books that would that could not be found in those earlier hebrew translations now those are the seven books we refer to as the deuterocanonicals they were in circulation even as of the time of our lord jesus christ and we have evidence that of about 350 quotations from the 
Old Testament which you have in the New Testament, about 300 of them were in particular from the Greek Septuagint. You know, when somebody is reading Bible today in our own time, we can easily know if somebody is reading from King James Version, different in style from other translations. It's always clear. So that is why we are also able to know that the quotations of the Old Testament in the New Testament, majority of them are from the Greek Septuagint, which included these seven books which means the apostles knew about them christ knew about them even though there were no explicit quotations of jesus from these deuterocanonicals as well we also have to know that the reason i have heard why some of the jewish rabbis reject these seven books was because they they feel that for a book to be inspired and considered scripture it must be written only in hebrew which means following this rule none of the new testament books should be considered scripture but the greek interpreters did not consider that they were more open to other books like the book of wisdom which was written originally in uh, in greek and not in hebrew and many other books which had uh, hebrew manuscripts which were lost and possibly couldn't be found some were even translated from aramaic which was the language that um, jesus christ himself spoke then we have these different canons the palestinian canon contained the 39 books and we had this greek septuagint which had the 46 books which catholics now have in their own christian bible as this went on in the early church we find the apostolic fathers the early christian writers some of them having different things to say about these books but the church in our wisdom decided and from one council to the other decided to canonize the scripture to have an official list of books that we refer to as scripture for instance um, saint jerome earlier in his life did not believe that the deuterocanonical should be considered scripture but later, he changed his mind when he was given the task to even translate the Greek Bible to Latin. He later changed his mind and considered them and scripture and included them in the translation to Latin. We also have some of the church fathers such as um, St. Cyril of Jerusalem, St. Epiphanius, St. Jerome, St. Uh, Gregory Nazianzen who did not uh, favor the Alexandrian canon, that is the canon with the 46 books, but favored the palestinian canon but we have many more scholars in the early church who favored the um, alexandrian canon such as origin Irenaeus, clement of Rome, clement of alexandrian tertullian and um, saint augustine as well favored the alexandria canon the alexandria canon gained uh, prominence among a lot of persons with time so when councils of the church came together, I mentioned in that last episode, the Council of Hippo, the Council of Carthage, all these councils ratified the 46 book in the Septuagint, the Greek canon, the Alexandria canon. That was the canon which these councils decided on and said should be in the Christian Bible. There was a letter I came across in the course of the research for this podcast, a letter which Origen wrote to a particular Christian man to Julius Africanus who said that the story of Susanna which you find in Daniel which was only present in the Greek version of Daniel and not in the Hebrew version which they had, Origen had to send him a reply and the summary of his reply was just that the Greek Bible has been received by the church so that story is 
scripture and must be accepted. So we see the church fathers also having a great deal of things to say to support the deuterocanonicals. So the fact that some church fathers did not accept is not the question here. The fact is that the church as a whole said that these are the books that must be accepted and considered as scripture. This was also the time when the New Testament writings were also being um, compiled and canonized and the decision was being made also by councils as to the number of books also in the New Testament and they arrived at 27 books among a lot of other books which are also in circulation and being read in some um, local churches all around. So it means that the basics of all this is that the authority of the church is the foundation for the number of books we have in the Bible. The authority of the Catholic Church, when Christ said to Peter, the head of the church, you are Peter on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is loosed in heaven. And Christ ended it with the gates of the underworld shall not prevail against this church. This is a very important fact for us to, to note that the authority of the church is the authority of the sacred scripture. Coming down years after that to Martin Luther, we find Martin Luther deciding to throw away certain books because he saw that those books, like the quotation in 2 Maccabees 12 in particular, which supported purgatory, opposed what Martin Luther believed and decided to throw it away. So he attacked the Old Testament as well, he also attacked the New. But he didn't just attack the Old based on those doctrinal facts, he decided to say, okay, what do the Jews consider to be scripture? So the Jews that Martin Luther knew in his own time were the uh, modern Jews that grew out of a particular school of modern rabbinic uh, Judaism and what they had as their source was what, we, what they call the Masoretic text which only which excluded those seven books which we consider as scripture. He used that, that because the revelation was given to them so we have to believe what they believe. So he used that also as an escape route to throw out those books. But he didn't just attack the old. He also came to the new, added the word alone to his translations of Romans 3.28. Also removed the Gospel of James and said it was an epistle of straw even though it was later added. And some other things. It means this was a matter of authority. Authority. The Catholic Church decided which books are to be in the Bible. The very first Bible to be printed, the Gutenberg Bible, contained this same list which we have today in the Catholic Bible. So rather than say that the Catholics added books, it is actually the Protestants who removed these books from the Bible because those books existed 15 centuries before any Protestant church ever saw the light of the day. So we, we have to put this in our mind and engrave it. Christ said to the apostles in John 20, 21, as the Father has sent me, even so I send you. So he sent the Father, he sent the Apostle with the same authority which which the Father sent him. Christ also says in John in Matthew 28, verse 19 and verse 20, Go into the world, teach all nations. Behold, I am with you till the end of the ages. Mark 16:15 also says, Preach the gospel to every creature. 
So with these passages, when they are properly looked into, we will know that through apostolic authority, the church gave us 46 books in the old and 27 in the new. And that is sacred scripture. That is the canon of scripture. So anything outside that is just human tradition and human decision, which we don't work with. We work with what God has revealed to us through the church. So I want to believe that today's podcast has added some extra information to the origin of scripture and how we came about in the scripture the way we have it today. Please, I would like to encourage you to also study, but don't just take my word for it. Please do some research on your own and most importantly, read and study scripture. We need it as Catholics to propagate the name of Christ in the world. It is our weapon and the church has encouraged us to pick it up and read. The church even gives us an indulgence for reading the scripture. So please let us make use of these beautiful treasures of the church. I would put some links in the show notes of this podcast, a link to a book which might be helpful to some of us. You can find it on Catholic, uh, Catholic Answers um, shop. It's titled Why Catholic Books Are Bigger. Also a link to a radio program that was done on the book by Catholic Answers. You can also listen to that for free on their website. I believe you've enjoyed your time on the episode and please keep us in your prayers to be able to produce more nourishing content in future years, future months. Thank you for your support so far and do have a lovely day.